Salutations, Scoob Believer. Do you have a dream of becoming an entrepreneur, but don't know where to start or even what to do? Where can I gather information quickly about what's in my zone of genius? Don't worry, Scoob Believers. I got you covered. Go to tuepodcast.net backslash AI prompt and check out an amazing set of AI prompts that will give you ideas, information, and articles to help you get across that start line. Once again, go to tuepodcast.net backslash AI prompt to get you started now. Good luck, Scoob Believer. Undiscovered Entrepreneur, episode number 10. Woohoo, we made it to 10, yeah! To the Undiscovered Entrepreneur, the podcast where brand new entrepreneurs come to life and could quite possibly be discovered. Join me, DJ Scoob, and the rest of the Scoob Believers as we help these new businesses become a reality. And now, away we go! Hello, Scoob Believers, and welcome to an exciting episode number 10, made it to number 10, I can't believe it, of the Undiscovered Entrepreneur. I am really excited about today because we are going to be doing something just a little bit different than we usually do. Today, we're actually going to be listening to somebody interview me for once. Um, This interview was done by a gentleman named Oliver. Now, this particular interview was actually done while I was still the podcast of the Untitled Entrepreneur. But a lot of things were said that I was really proud of, and Oliver really did ask a lot of great questions. So what we're going to do here is go ahead and play the interview, and let's take a listen and see how it goes. All right, here we go. We're recording. Welcome and welcome back to the North Podcast, where we talk about ways how we can improve the world and problem solving. And today, it's a funny situation because I got another podcaster on my podcast. It's Jesse, <laughs> who's hosting a podcast called The Untitled Entrepreneur. And I read something funny a couple of weeks ago. It was like the, the millennial thing for saying, dude, we should totally start a band is, dude, we should totally start a podcast. Oh, that's just great. <laughs> <laughs> it's kind of funny, but you know, now here I am myself uh, podcasting and I've realized it is a great way to empower others, help them, give them a platform and kind of start interesting conversations. And it's a cool thing. So Jesse, Absolutely. Tell us, um, what, what is it that made you wake up one morning and think it's time for me to start a podcast? I wish it was that easy, to be honest with you. Like, oh, let's do a podcast. Yay. No, it was, uh, it, it was quite the journey, actually. Originally, before I started all this podcasting thing, I wanted to be a, a music DJ and a karaoke DJ. So I was like, I was starting to get things together and getting ideas together but the problem I was coming up with, I, I just couldn't get the funds together. So I started a GoFundMe page and it bombed. It completely bombed. I only made a company $100 in a couple of months. And that was kind of disappointing. So 
like uh, research and listening to books because I listen to my books. I don't read them. And uh, one book I read suggested that a good way to get a um, your word out there is through podcasting. I was like, okay, cool. That's a great idea. I've heard of that. So uh, I started researching podcasting. And as I dive into this podcasting world, I just like, wow, this is really a lot more than I thought it would be. This is so fantastic. So I had the idea for the Untitled Entrepreneur. And and I it's like I started doing interviews. And it's like, wow, this is like great. I, I'm so excited about this. I completely, like, completely forgot about the whole karaoke thing and started diving deeper and deeper into the actual podcasting world. Now I'm actually about seven, uh, seven episodes in and I'm enjoying every single second of it. So that's really kind of how it all came about. It wasn't just a wake up thing. It was more like a, you know, kind of a build thing where it started as one thing and then it pivoted into another thing. And now I'm in this world. So it's, it's pretty amazing. It is. And I, I totally resonate with you on that as well. Number one, it is a lot of fun, just kind of like having conversations, talking about the things that you're passionate about, that you enjoy. And then also, you know, I mean, you your podcast is about entrepreneurship. And ultimately, what I do with Enolve, I'm, I'm an entrepreneur myself, and I host a platform that features solutions and what's a business, but a solution to some problem, right? And so it, it kind of ties into that. And with entrepreneurship and business, we often find ourselves needing to pivot, right? So um, for you in, in that specific case, why did you choose entrepreneurship as the podcast topic? I mean, especially if you came from like an entertainment and music kind of world, like, I mean, you could have done anything <laughs> about, you know, about arts and culture or stuff like that. Why entrepreneurship? Uh, basically, because um, a lot of how I grew up and jobs that I've had in the past were actually sales jobs. It actually started way back in high school. Um, I was actually a top salesperson in the candy sales or the magazine sales pretty constantly. And then I spent about 16 years of my life selling cars. So um, that really gave me a lot of insight about uh, how sales work, how to communicate with people and things of that nature. And then a lot of my research to start the karaoke DJ was actual books about entrepreneurship. Uh, Things like uh, Tim Ferriss, things like Seth Godin, Zig Ziglar, all these people were idols of mine trying to teach me how to be an entrepreneur. So that as that kind of came about, all the research kind of accumulated in my brain over the last year and a half of me just listening to books, reading books, listening to other podcasts. And with all this accumulated knowledge, I wanted to share it with people. And that's kind of the, how... The podcast came about was I have all this knowledge. I want to share it with other entrepreneurs. Nice. And yeah, that that is interesting because when I was on your episode two and I noticed that about your podcast, you not just interview people, but then you also drop drop your own knowledge and, and your wisdom. So somebody listening to that, it's really educational and kind of, you know, gives them a well-rounded perspective and, you know, different different ideas and things they could do. Now, uh, I've also found being being on your podcast that compared to what I'm doing, you're like, you're like so much more professional. For me, it's just like I'm hitting the button. I'm like, okay, let's do a Facebook live. It's kind of like, you know, very informal, but you really have, you have everything set up and lined out. Like it's this, this is really professionally done. So tell us a little bit more about the, you know, behind the scenes and uh, what goes into creating a professional podcast and maybe enlighten us over some of the challenges that you might have encountered as well, right? Talk about finding solutions to problems. 
what what can you tell us especially if somebody might be interested in starting one or what is you know what what can they expect sure sure well first you need to know what the heck you're going to talk about i think that really kind of where you want to start at so you want to kind of write down a couple ideas that are very niche you you want to you don't want to keep it too broad if you keep it too broad sometimes um, you, you don't get the word out to the right people and then they're not going to listen to you because you're not really talking about what they're really into. So if you can niche down and then you niche down again and then you niche down until it hurts, you get to that one final point where you know exactly what you're talking about. Then comes the equipment. The equipment is actually, if you really think about it, is very easy and inexpensive to get. Um, when I first started out, I didn't have a camera. Heck, I didn't even have a computer. Um, I had a microphone that my friend gave me three years ago. It was a really nice microphone. Uh, and that was pretty much it. So I had to get a computer. I saved up money to get the computer. And once I had a computer, um, the, everything else just kind of fell into place to where you just use what you got. You know, you don't have to have these huge, fancy voice recording stuff and all this equipment. No, if you want to get started, you work with what you got. You, uh, uh, the, the microphone I'm using right here is a uh, as a Yeti Nano. It was less than $100. And then I bought this thing for like, I don't know, five, six bucks. It was really inexpensive. Uh, getting onto an actual platform is very inexpensive. It's only like $15 a month. That's not, actually not too bad. And that'll actually stream you out to um, all the top ones like uh, Spotify, iHeartRadio, uh, iTunes, Stitcher. Those are your four main ones. And it's very inexpensive to do that too. Then you want to kind of figure out how your platform is going to work. So like what kind of questions you're going to ask, how, how is how is the interaction going to go? And then you kind of go from there. It kind of falls into place. Once you got every, all the positions put together, it kind of falls into place after that. One thing I'm really big on, though, is uh, self-education. If you haven't figured that out already, uh, listen to the books, read to the books, listen to the podcast, listen to what they're actually telling you, and then act on it. If you don't act on it, you don't get started, you're not going anywhere. So actually getting that first step, getting started in that is probably the main thing you really need to do is just get started. So one thing I really like to say, especially when it talks about getting started, is my uh, my mantra. And this is something my son said when he was six years old. He's 14 now. But he said, I can, I am, I will, and I'm doing it today. And to, to have that come out of a six-year-old, it was just dumbfounding to me. So I always kind of use that as a driving force for myself. And of course, my son gets all the accolades for saying that. Uh, that is empowering and inspiring. Yeah. And so, sometimes you just got to shoot first and ask questions later. <laughs> <laughs> yeah and i'm actually um uh, but right. in, in that respect though i think i'm i'm uh you know i'm really really impressed and really uh humbled right now by all the um yeah professionalism you put into it like i said i'm, I'm just kind of doing this as as one of the things that i've tried out a little bit i'm really using it as a modality to get the word out about my actual company you know of right and to to kind of get people thinking a little different about problem solving But you've really made it really structured and everything. So, and I think that's great. If somebody is interested in pursuing that route, you're a great resource for them to to show them what's up and how it's done. They don't, they, you know, somebody comes into this world like you're the resource for all the solutions for when it comes to podcasting. That's great. Um, now let's actually, if you don't mind, talk a little bit more about you know entrepreneurship, which is always at some level 
revolves around making money, right? I mean, sure, we want to improve the world. We want to solve problems. But at the end of the day, we also want to provide for ourselves, for our families and for, you know, our own life. So what are the economics in podcasting? And especially, and it's going to be a little critical, um, you know, when, when the barriers of entry are so low, when all you need is a phone, which everybody has, and you can hit that go live button and the record button, and then you're being broadcast. So, and, and you, you even said you, you're paying a subscription fee for these platforms. So how do we make sense yeah. of that? What, what are some of the models and strategies? Tell us. Well, well, it, it goes right back into kind of doing your research and doing your own homework. So you, you can prepare yourself for these things. Now, as far as the money goes, uh, I'm going to be honest with you. I am so new at starting. I haven't really started to make any money yet, but I have actually learned that helping people for doing what I do, because I don't charge any of my uh, interviewees at all. My, my main concern for my interviewees and the people that I talk to is helping them get the word out about their company and, and getting them a little bit of exposure. Now, later on, as that builds and that grows, I will probably monetize my podcast where I'll get some affiliate links. If, if you want to learn about affiliate links, there's definitely ways to do that. If you notice, if you ever listen to my, po- my podcast, The Untitled Entrepreneur, you will hear a couple of quote unquote commercials. I call it paying the bills. Uh, <laughs> and that's going to help me a little bit for paying, uh, paying that. I really don't think about the money when it comes to that point, though. I think more about helping those people. And then later from helping those people, I will be rewarded. So the first thing in my mind when I do stuff like this is not about the money. It's about helping other people. I read it in a book that if you want to make a million dollars, you got to help a million people. And that's kind of the mindset I have when I do this. First, I want to help a bunch of people and then they will help me. If you look at my uh, YouTube video, uh, my YouTube channel that I have up right now, I have two episodes up right now, just started. The um, intro and the outro graphics I have were from a gentleman that I actually interviewed. And he helped me by making these these graphics for me. So, yeah. So, and then I actually went ahead and made him a couple commercials uh, on my podcast. So it's not always just about money. It's there's exchange that can happen too. Uh, I'll give you another example. Uh, There's a gentleman I talked to named Philip Hughes who wrote an extraordinary uh, analytic program that after I finished the interview with him, he decided to make me an affiliate for that. So if anybody goes to my affiliate link, clicks on that, they'll get a certain amount of time for free. And then if they sign up for it, I get a percentage. So the money does come eventually. But like I said before, that's really not the main, my particular main concern at this particular point. Now, um, later on, you know, as I want to upgrade things, you know, maybe get some better equipment, then I probably will talk about, you know, actually making money. Uh, that's really, really interesting way to look at it. And I, as I listen to that, what I hear is kind of the networking effects and kind of almost the building of a standalone economy, right? Where it's like you're you're kind of bootstrapping something from the ground up, not through, you know, money coming in, but through exchange of value. And that's yeah. that's ultimately, um, yeah, what always economies are all about. And the more value you create, that that's how we're being rewarded. The richest man in the world, he's not rich because Amazon made all that profit that he got to keep. It, it happened because the company is valued by everybody else at so much. So that's that's a different way of looking at things and how money is generated. Of course, the 
there's a classical transaction model. You give me some money, I give you something in return. But there's also, you know, building of ecosystems that can happen. Yeah, cool, man. That's really, really interesting, fascinating. Um, tell me a little bit more about uh, your theme, though. You got you got the dog with little, uh, what's it called? The uh, I can't think of the name. It looks like a piano. Oh, you, you have one. You wear it yourself. <laughs> what's the name for that piece of, of uh, clothing again? Wait, it actually plays? <laughs> oh, <God. laughs> so, my company name that i i use is called piano tie entertainment piano tie entertainment was born out of this tie that i wore for two years selling cars i branded myself by this tie so whenever somebody came in and says hey i can't remember what his name is but he had that piano tie that he played music he played happy birthday for my daughter they knew it was me. <laughs> nice <laughs> so now the other part of that okay so if you hear this, and as I'm saying this, I'm using different parts of my life that I've had and bringing them all together, calling them all together to make who I am as a brand. The, these guys behind me here, um, my DJ name is DJ Scoob. Okay. The reason I call myself DJ Scoob is because I could do the perfect Scooby-Doo voice and laugh. So I could go, <laughs> and people... And people know. So now the only reason I have this guy up here is because Scooby-Doo is copyrighted by Warner Brothers. So I can't use the Scooby-Doo likeness. So my daughter did this guy for me. It's Scooby-Doo as a pug because my daughter's, uh, my son's favorite dog is a pug. So I use <laughs> Scooby-Doo, turn him into a pug, put the piano tie on him. And now I have a logo. Ta-da! So <laughs> nice. But the nice thing about doing things like that is all of these things coordinate as parts of my life, not anybody else's life. It's, it's my life. These are things that's happened to me. So when you're looking at a brand for yourself, when you're looking, maybe even for a logo yourself, use parts of your, your life as parts of what you do. And I guarantee nobody else is going to be able to do the same thing as you because you have, this is your life. So it's your brand. So that's kind of how I came up with all this. Now, if you look at anything that I do, anything on the podcast, anything on the YouTube channel, anything outside of everything, you're going to see something about myself and what I do. So these, these were present me on the outside. I wear my piano tie whenever I get a chance. So, and I always mention things like that in my podcast. So the, all these things kind of puzzle themselves together into what my brand is. Love it. Love it. That, that's really, man, that's so inspiring and so authentic <laughs> and everything. It's yeah. I love how it's, it's all coming together and yeah, no, nobody's going to copy that from you. That's like all these things that came together with making you who you are and what you do. That's great. Um, also, uh, you know, with, with that said, uh, I really liked one of the things you did on the podcast for, for your guests. And for me, in that case, you asked a question which is basically since, you know, we're here giving each other a platform to promote each other, or I, uh, I give you a platform to promote your show right now. But then with mm -hmm. that said, is there anything that you would still want to talk about? Is there anything that I haven't asked you yet? Any topic you want to get into as it relates to helping others through podcasting and entrepreneurship? Is there something? That sounds awfully like the question I asked you, doesn't it, Oliver? I know. Well, I, I copied <laughs> that straight from you. <laughs> <laughs> Well, it's it, it's really tough because the the question is so broad, but at the same time, you want to really ask it, you know, answer that with a really good one. Um, let me think here for a second. 
I wasn't ready for that. Uh, oh, sorry, didn't, didn't, didn't mean to catch you okay. off guard. <laughs> that's okay. Uh, that makes it more fun. Um, and that, that's what that was nice about you too. You kind of gave questions in advance, and I, I don't do that. And people, I think people are concerned. Some people are like, "Hmm, well, this sounds great," but like then they'll send me voice messages. Messages. They'll try to schedule a meeting first. They want to make sure that we vibe before they come on the show because it's going to be weird, right? You're going to embarrass yourself if there's like awkward silence and you have nothing to talk about, right? People try to avoid that. I think it's just like, well, it's. We're just we're just here having a conversation when like it's not true, true. it's not life or death um, yeah well if you actually if if you ever get contacted me for an interview i do give you the option of whether you want the questions or you don't want the questions and that gives you the opportunity to go on the fly uh and feel the answers for yourself instead of kind of look forward to them now i've only had out of um 16 interviews i think i've had so far i've only had three people go on the fly so um one's right here <laughs> yeah one's right there you're looking at one right now ladies and gentlemen he's oliver went on the fly and he actually was a great great guest uh oh thanks yeah it was actually a lot of fun um i think how do you find guests let's say that how oh, how do you actually find guests that's a good now, question i wish i had asked you that all, question oh okay <laughs> <laughs> me and oliver uh actually met in a facebook group Facebook groups are a fantastic way to uh, look for guests because as long as you're in a Facebook group that is in the same niche as what your podcast is, you're actually going to be able to find a lot of people that actually want to talk about uh, what's going on in your podcast because they're already interested in what you're talking about. So if if you look at any of my uh Facebook groups, a good 80% are all different types of entrepreneur type of Facebook groups. The other 20% is just probably, um, you know, how to run a podcast, even though I'm running a podcast and I'm doing according to Oliver, I'm doing professionally, but I don't know. Uh, <laughs> I'm still constantly trying to get information from other podcasters that's been doing it for two years, three years, 10 years, whatever, and getting their information. But I've actually come across a lot of people say, ask me that question. How do you get uh, guests for your podcast? So uh, my answer is Facebook groups, but don't be afraid to tell other people in real life too, not just like in Facebook that happen to mention that something that's in your same niche. For example, I have two or three uh, restaurants that are just opening up in my area right here. And I'm actually going to go to them and say, Hey, I'm gonna. I'm doing this podcast. Would you be interested in doing this? As long as your restaurant's only been open for under a year, because that's my main niche is talking to uh, entrepreneurs that are less than a year in in a business. So, as long as that fits, why not? You don't have to restrict yourself to to the inside world, to the internet world. Don't be afraid to branch out and talk to other people in real life. Yeah. That, I, I hope I answered my own question. I don't know. <laughs> I, I think you did good. In fact, okay, it, it, right. makes me, it makes me think of the the quote of your son. If you can can rephrase that again. Oh, I, I can. Wanna... Yeah, I can. I am. I will, and I'm doing it today. If you look at any of my um, intros, outros, um, if you look at my the end of every podcast that I do, I say that. So if anybody can't remember it go watch my podcast or go listen to my podcast and you can, you can figure it out. But yeah. And I, I think the, uh, yeah, exactly. Find, finding clients for a podcast or not clients, but finding guests for a podcast 
just what you just described, right? If if you start with your identity, if you just, yeah, I have a podcast, I am a podcast host, I interview people all the time who I find interesting. If you approach life like that, you just walk around in life and then you will see the opportunities much easier, right? So instead of then following the strategy as in, if I were a podcast or hypothetically speaking, what would I be doing? You don't have to overcomplicate it like that. You just, you are you, you are your own brand. You do what you do. And opportunities just happen for you this way, right? Exactly. And and you never know what will happen when you talk to somebody. You never know. You can get great ideas. You can great, get great information from the janitor. You can get great information from the server that's serving you over here at the restaurant. Any Anybody can give you a good idea as long as you keep an open mind about what they're saying to you. Now, uh, Jesse, how how do we find what your podcast? If somebody's totally new to this, well, where do they click? Where do they go? What can they do? Okay. So, <laughs> all right, plug so, into your world. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So, if you want to join me in my world, like like Oliver said there, you could find me at uh, my website is tuepodcast.net.com net. And then, if you uh, look up the, make sure you put the Untitled Entrepreneur on Spotify, iHeartRadio, uh, iTunes, or Stitcher. Uh, I will definitely pop up there. Please, if you can, subscribe. Give me five stars if you like what you hear. And don't be afraid to uh, drop me an email with any kind of information. Like uh, if you yourself is an entrepreneur that's under a year in the business, drop me an email at uh, pianotieentertainment at gmail.com. And uh, we could talk about what's going on there. Awesome. We'll make sure to link all of those things below so that people can easily click and access that. This has been really inspiring and fun and a good time talking to you, Jesse. Thank you so much for coming on. Any final words from you? Oliver, it's been a pleasure. Yeah, it's been an absolute pleasure. And thank you for coming on to my show uh, this week too. That was uh, a lot of fun. Excellent, excellent. <laughs> Support me, other. Love it. Thanks again, Jesse. And we'll we'll be in touch. Sign All right, thank you. Today. All right. Take care. everybody that was oliver interviewing me and if you actually want to hear oliver i will be featuring him real soon for the interview that i actually did with him that i was talking about too so that was actually a lot of fun i just wanted to share that with you so you can kind of hear what i have going on in my head as far as that goes uh the website and the emails do still work so if you want to contact me in any of those aspects you still can you can also contact me in the normal places like uepodcast.net, which is my website. You could also contact me at Twitter or on Twitter at djscoop2021 and uh, places like that. So I want to give you a quick update about uh, my speaking engagement with Chris Brogan that I'm trying to put together. Uh, I did get an answer back from my corporate investor slash manager at the restaurant. And unfortunately, she decided that she would not go with me on it, which is okay. I understand because apparently she didn't know who Chris Brogan was. And unless she knows who he is and what he represents, she didn't feel comfortable going on with this project. And that's okay. I can understand where she's coming from. If you don't know who the person is or or what they represent, you don't want to have any backlash or, or have them say something that you are not in tune with. So I can understand where she's coming from. So... My backup plan from that is 
a Chamber of Commerce meeting that's going to be happening here in a couple weeks. So what I'm going to do is go to that Chamber of Commerce meeting and just do some networking there and see if I can talk somebody, well, I don't want to say talk them into, but talk to them about possibly sponsoring this speak engagement that's going on. So we'll see how that goes. Also, at this point too, uh, I'm really starting to run low on being able to keep up with the costs of running my podcast. So I decided to start a Patreon. If you go to my website at uepodcast.net, um, there's a section there that basically is a, a donation section. And in there, I will have a Patreon. So I'd really appreciate it if you go in there. If you like what you see and you want to hear more of it and you want to help me keep this ball rolling, please go into my Patreon. Take a look at what I have. I have everything in there from listener support all the way up to direct contact with me via a special Twitter account that I have set up for only 25 people. This is only set for 25 people. So if you really want to get in connected with me, if you want some help with your entrepreneur adventure that I might be able to help you with and serve you with, go ahead and look into that. Check out my next podcast in two weeks. That will be next Tuesday. So give us a, give us a listen. Anyway, thank you so much for listening all the way through. I really appreciate you. And you all have a great day, okay? Thank you so much. <laughs> Hello there, DJ Scoob here. And I just want to personally say thank you for listening to my program. I really hope you learned something. Tune in in two weeks to listen to another brand new entrepreneur. And remember, I can, I am, I will, and I'm doing it today. As a worker of two full-time jobs, running a podcast and coaching, every minute counts in my day-to-day. It's hard to be consistent in any of my social medias. And at this point, I cannot hire a social media manager. Pinnacle AI to the rescue! I've been using Pinnacle AI for a couple of weeks now. I've seen big improvements in my outreach and consistency in all my social medias. Do you want to save time and increase your productivity too? Go to tuepodcast.net backslash AI for more information. Save yourself time and grow your brand. Try it now and see what it can do for you.